and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 122, where we're beginning a series here on the channel. We're going to look at all 20 Premier League clubs, look at their season last season, what went well, what went wrong, and how they can improve going into this season. So we'll look at their whole squad, sort of tear it apart, rebuild it for the clubs that need it, improve it for the clubs that need it, and sort of leave it for Manchester City. But we will we'll break down the clubs, sort it all out. And yeah, basically just give our opinion on how they can improve for next season and then we'll finish up with some predictions. So of course Arsenal, we'll start in alphabetical order, so we'll go from Arsenal first. Last season was very successful by some metrics, but others would claim they bottled it. How do you feel on it? I look at it two ways. I think from the season previous to this one, um, they really stepped it up. They were much better and for the majority of the season they were on course to win the Premier League title. But you have to look at it from the other way for me and go, they were so far clear and were yeah. so close to winning the title. And in the manner they threw it away, the, the, the sizable gap they had, they threw away. I think it's a mix of pros and cons. Overall, it's a strong season, but you feel yeah. like it was a big loss. Because this might be, who knows, you look at this, you know, you look at some of the teams, have, that could have been Arsenal's best chance for the next few years. That's a thing, it's just one or two results go a different way and suddenly you're looking at it oh, as they could be Premier League champions yeah. at this point. You know, probably another six points they would have claimed the title. So I mean, people watch on YouTube, get involved in the comments below. Did Arsenal bottle the league or was it sort of inevitable that they would fall yeah. off? Because Man City, I mean they're not undeserved winners, are they? They're not, they're not. But I mean City wouldn't have won it. Yes, City had brilliant form, but they wouldn't have won it if Arsenal had just won their games. Yeah. Or just pick up points. I do think, though, the games between Arsenal and City demonstrated how there is a golf. There is a golf in quality right now. And while Arsenal could close that with some good business this summer, it is going to take some good business. Yeah. Man City have invested £1.18 in their squad in the last like Mental. decade, isn't it? Something like that. Obviously, net spend and all that balances out. They have made sales. But they've spent a lot of money. That's what Arsenal now need to do. Obviously, yeah. to clear out the Deadwood, bring in some top, top talent, and then look to push on next season. But overall, a decent campaign. Premier League, they're excellent. In Europe, I think they fell very short of expectations. The Europa League was definitely a competition they could have won. I feel that's that's the thing for me, is when they lost to Sporting in the Europa League, I thought, well, they won't mind that too much, because that's put full focus on the league. And then they went through the league away. They threw yeah. away both. Which is, I think, just inexcusable, really. But Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember their Carabao Cup run. I think they were knocked up by, like, Wolves, I want to say. Brighton, maybe. Someone like that. Honestly, can't remember. And obviously, the FA Cup, they were knocked out by City. But for a season that had so much promise to come away with no trophies, I think there will be a little bit of Forest. disappointment. Yeah, I think it was first. A bit, a bit of disappointment in the in the mouths, a bit of taste in the mouths of yeah. Arsenal fans. I feel like they should have come away with something from this season. Even if it wasn't the Premier League trophy, they could have claimed a domestic trophy. Yeah. But overall, I think they'll be pleased with the progress they made, but they need to push on now, Arsenal, and make better yes. of it next year. So how do they go about doing it? Well, we'll start our sort of rebuild by looking at the contracts that are expiring this summer and next summer. So 2023... The year we're currently in, Maitland-Niles and Reese Nelson's contracts expire. Reese Nelson apparently close to agreeing a an extension, though. Do you think that's a good move? I just I don't know. I look at Reese Nelson. Is he good enough rotation quality in the Premier League? Is he good enough rotation quality in the Champions League? 
I think there's question marks there. He might have won yeah. Game Changer of the Season award from the Premier League, but that's just to make him feel better. Yeah, I think, for me, I feel for Reese Nelson. Because when you saw him play for Feyenoord, he was sensational. And I think if he got a move to a Dortmund or someone like that, that would be a fantastic bit of business. In, well, a fantastic move for him. Instead, he's going to be sat rotting on the Arsenal bench again. I just don't yeah. think... I don't know if he's Arsenal quality right now. He needs a place where he can go and develop, where yeah. he will be a top, top quality player. And I think Dortmund would represent the right sort of challenge. Or one of the top sides in Ligue 1 could be really good Maybe, for him. Yeah. Or even... I mean, the league is probably a bit slow. He's a... I mean, he'd probably tear it apart. So he won't be challenged. Takafusa, Kubo... Yeah, but if he's moving there, if he dominates, yeah, then that's true. sensational for him. But... We saw how good he was in the Eredivisie. Let's give him a shot somewhere else. He's not going to start for Arsenal. He was crucial. He played really yeah. well when he he did to when he got too. on the pitch. It, crucial is the wrong word, but he he's shown he's good enough to play for Arsenal. It's just that Arteta just didn't rotate enough last year. Yeah. But if he does rotate enough this year and Nelson gets the opportunities, then fair enough. I just don't think it's fair on him for Arsenal to keep him around and then to not give him any opportunities. Yeah. So with me, I would let him leave because I think you can get a better backup who's more promising. As we'll go uh, on to when we make yeah. some some suggestions for improvements. Maitland-Niles, I would expect him Don't to be going go championship football. Get rid of him. Let him go. Pay him to leave. I know yeah. he's, this year, could, he's probably going to go to a championship side. I could see him at Luton Town. I wouldn't mind that as a Luton Town fan. I think he'd offer adequate I cover at right wing back. Preston. Okay. I think he's I don't know. I think he, I think he's a top. I, I, no, 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 he's he, not rubbish at he all. He is rubbish. He's not. He's just not Premier League top top Premier League quality. We can definitely play for relegation side. He can definitely play at the top of the Championship. And we saw when he played for Roma that he does have the quality to play abroad. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like a Villarreal picked him up. Pace that football though, blimey. He did really well for Roma. Well, he did fine, sorry, when he played. He wasn't stunning, but he played well. And I think he's championship quality for me. I disagree. I think he's a good I think he's a good player. I think in the championship he walks it and that's... I mean, from an Arsenal point of view, they let, let him go. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. He's not really good enough to play for Arsenal. Then on to 2024, some big problems here that they face. And I think a lot of these players will go on to be sold. But we'll highlight first the four that... I don't think are too important because you've got Mohamed Elneny, Rob Holding, Granit Xhaka and Jorginho. Well, let's say Xhaka's going to leave this summer. Rob Holding should be banished from the football club. I don't club. know. Holding's not tragic, but I think El he'll Nenny leave. Elneny is awful and yeah. Jorginho, I don't know why they brought him in. So Jorginho looks like he'll move to Mauricio Sarri's Lazio. That doesn't really surprise. surprise anyone, does it, for about 20 mil. That's a good bit of business for Arsenal. They signed him for 15 I think so. Xhaka apparently going to buy Leverkusen to go and play for Xavi Alonso. I think that's a really fun move, and I think he'll do really well in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Rob Holding, I could Any see. I could see another Prem side coming in for Rob Holding though. Again, Luton Town, Sheffield United, Southampton. Come back up to the Prem could be a good option. I don't know if he. They've got them. I don't think you could really pay his wages in the Championship though. I think Holding's still good enough to command a decent wage. He could take a cut to go down there, of I course, see, yeah. but I think he'll have more. A, attractive offers than Southampton and he could also stay for a season because he'll say yeah. and then join another three Southampton don't really want that because he's probably going to be 5 say, 10 mil that Arsenal would want for him I'll say Arsenal will not make much money off him no but that's that 5 10 mil is still a lot for a club that need mm. to deal with relegation effectively yeah. 
And then Mohamed El Nani, where he's sort of shown he's never really going to be Arsenal quality. But the biggest problem for Arsenal is that William Saliba's contract expires in 2024. How, how can you allow your best player? This has to be signed. And yeah. it needs to be a five-year extension. If this isn't signed before this episode goes out, I'll be stunned. They've got to be on top of this, surely. For me, from a non-Arsenal point of view, it should be a five-year deal with an option to extend by a year. Yeah. Make it as long as you possibly can, really. Ten years. <laughs> yeah, if you can. But if you're another club, do you not just put a tempting bid in for Saliba? Because if I'm Man City, if I'm Real Madrid... Maybe he's not that quality yet. Maybe I'm Barcelona, though. I think he's you young just... and also he's proved me he's out for half a year of injury. But, well, yeah. That's a massive gamble to take on, on a player like that. A young centre-half. I think he's still stunning, he's stunning though. He is, but this is his first season in Premier League football and he missed half it because of an injury. Well, he showed his quality in league as well last year, but if you, you see how before his injury, when before the World Cup, Arsenal was so solid. Then the World Cup game, he dipped in form, he got injured, and Arsenal fell away. I know it's not. Mm. It, I think that could just be a coincidental correlation, but there's something in it that would say that Saliba was a massive part of the Arsenal side, and he was. He played so well this year, they even made a song about him that definitely get stuck in anyone's head. Yeah, I think he's integral to this Arsenal side. If I was another top side in Europe, I'm going to buy Munich even. Yeah, I'm tempting with a 30 mil bid this summer because. If you turn Saliba's head, he might say, well, I'm not going to renew. And then Arsenal have to sell or lose yeah. him on free. So in that case, you could get him cheap. But Arsenal have got to be in there. They've got to negotiate this and they've got to get it done quickly. Yeah. Before another club realises it's available Give him as much money as he wants. <laughs> yeah, give him whatever he wants. I don't even know what he's on now, but I imagine he will be, be receiving a massive pay rise. Well, I know if he's on like 100 grand a week. Double it. <laughs> Double it 200. All right, fair enough. Should we do a squad keep or sell then? Oh, I've missed doing these. These were brilliant last year, weren't they? We'll start, as we did, with the goalkeepers. We're going to run through the whole squad. We're going to talk about a player. We're going to decide whether they should stay the Arsenal side, whether they should be sold. We'll start around Ramsdale. This could be a contentious point. Keep unless you find a better. I would say keep him for this season. I think, see how he does this year. I think he's definitely shown... Promise. I think he's a really good goalkeeper. He's a great personality. However, it does worry me the amount of errors he's made and in crucial, yeah. crucial games. In Sporting, in the Europa League, he really struggled in that match. Every time Man City have been in the vicinity of him, he's crumbled. So I would have serious he, concerns he, he about him. He Southampton score three. Exactly. He passed one to Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, not Carlos Alcaraz. Is it Carlos Alcaraz? It is Carlos Alcaraz. Carlos, isn't it? Can't remember his name. Can't remember his first name, but yeah, he's a he's a good player, but really shouldn't have been handed that opportunity to yeah, score no. from Ram, by Aaron Ramsdale. So I would keep him for this season, but I would have reservations. Runa Ranason. Don't care. Keep him. Fine third choice though, isn't he? Yeah. No, he's not gonna play, but if Matt Turner and Aaron Ramsdale got injured, I'm sure he could do a job. And then Matt Turner. Keep. Again, nice. what's the point in selling him and bringing him? Yeah, if they'll be able to make a little bit of money off. I don't know, maybe one American wants to turn That's not a bad thing. Probably won't be once Gabriel Salina is above the age of 18. Yeah, but he can still hold that for now. Yeah, yeah. Well, even Ethan Horvath might take it off him in this season, hopefully. (laughs) Do not disrespect Ethan Horvath. He had a really good year. He might even start for Forest next season. As for defenders, Hector Bellerin is still employed by Arsenal Football Club. Let him go. Or... 
No. The comeback of a cent no. of the century. No. Sell How old is Bellerin now? Sell him. He's 28. Sell him. I don't care. I think you he keep is. him for his fashion. Because you can bring out a Bellerin fashion line fashion line, and you'll be minted. But when's his contract then? Because it's not. he wasn't on the list that I saw of, of expiration. So unless he's... I don't know. He's on the Premier League website though as, as an Arsenal player. So who knows? That's true. And he was... He, there is a picture of him in the shirt. From yeah. this season, so he's definitely been there at some point to take a picture. But I don't know. Surely he's got a he's got to go this summer. But yeah, you could easily get cut a mil, five mil maybe. That's, but that's low though, isn't it? No, Bellerin's quality, mate. Not anymore. I think I think he's still a really good player. I think he could definitely do a job for some good European sides. He could still play Send a probably field. Europa League, Forest Green, Champions League football. <laughs> Yeah, part owns Forest Green. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Would he be allowed to play? I guess there's no rule against it. There might be, who knows. But presumably he'll play for a decent European side. I could see something like a Roma, or obviously he was at Betis last year, but he could go somewhere else in La Liga. Anywhere, really. Anywhere in Europe he could do a really good job. Kieran Tierney. Sal. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Arsenal fans. Who want him. Villa have looked at him. Yeah, uh, Newcastle are interested. You've got a lot of you've got a lot of teams buzzing around him, and realistically, he is probably not, he's not the one to back up for another whole season. Yeah, I, think I would go. I would say another point is he's just incredibly injury prone and not good enough going forwards for the modern mm. Premier League. I think it'll work at Villa because obviously Unai Emery likes to play his. Dia likes to have a defensive left back and an attacking left back, so you have the option there of Tierney or Moreno. I just don't think he, he doesn't really work in this Arsenal system, and I would. He's not a shot Zinchenko, less Zinchenko's yeah. injured. I think that there's definitely players out there that have been linked with that I think fit this system better. Yeah. And Tierney's not really going to work. So I, I would say sell, and I think you can probably get around 25, 30 mil. Yeah. For Kieran Tierney, which is a nice return on investment, I think they signed him relatively cheap. Can't remember. But I feel like it must have been down at like 10 mil. Yeah. It's from the Scottish League, so surely not too much. But yeah, I think he's a good player, but ultimately not Arsenal quality. And they won a no. challenge for the Premier League title again in 2023-24. I think they've got to let Kieran Tierney go. Yeah. I think a lot of Arsenal fans will agree on that one. Ben White. Keep no doubt. Yeah, I think he's shown last season that he can play the system really well. He slots nicely into the back three from that right-back role. For me, he's sort of that perfect, the perfect player to play there because he's good enough going forwards to supply a relatively decent threat going forwards, but also slot into that back three. Gabriel Marquez, not even a question, really. William Saliba. Again, getting on a contract. And extend his contract. Jakob Kiwior. He's tragic. He's a young player who only played half a season. I think he's definitely got some promise. I think it'll be good rotation. He only played seven Prem games. I think it'll be good rotation in the smaller Champions League ties and in the first few rounds of both domestic cups. So just keep him around his rotation. And you can get start giving more Prem minutes as the season goes yeah, on. Yeah, he was awful. Towards the end of games, just start getting him more and more comfortable. I think he's, there's definitely a good player there. That was shown at the World Cup. That was shown at, in his season so far at Spezia. So for me, keep him, give him minutes, see what you can do. Or if you know you're not going to play him, if you bring in some more players, loan him out, give yeah. him a year to develop. Maybe the league on somewhere like that. Yeah, French league, I think, as, it was magical for William Saliba, so maybe that could do the same for Jakob Kiwior. 
Then Rob Holding, whose contract expires in 2024. Oh, Jamie, that, if I'm on set, that's the first thing I do. But has he not played really well this year? No. I've been impressed by him. He got his pants pulled down by Harlan. But that's expected of season. Who hasn't good had enough? His... Rob Holding is not good enough for a team that want to win the Premier League. No doubt about it. There is no question. There's no debate there. He is not he good enough. He should not be starting every week. Don't get me wrong. But he provides a decent rotation option. Someone, a good figure in the world. It's a young, young squad, this Arsenal side. He's an older figure in the side. They don't have many of them. I think he makes a lot of sense to keep around. No? No. Okay. Fair enough. Well, that's the first one we're divided on. Cedric Suarez. He's out on loan now. He was out on loan at Fulham last season, Selly. but he will be Selly. returning. Selly. Yeah, the 31 year old. It was a bit of a weird signing from Southampton, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It didn't really make a lot of sense, but they brought him in when they needed another right back. He was adequate, but nothing more. He's not really the level they need right now. I think you can probably get yeah. a tenner for him, so take it, go get yourself some match attacks. Up next, Takahiro Tomiyasu. Keep good rotation, yeah. can play both centre-half and right-back. I think he sh- Last season he was really good. Sorry, the season before last was really good. Last season, I think he I don't think was he patchy. Like, I don't think he something we didn't play. He did. Ben White and when played he played, he was patchy. So I do have concerns over him. How many games did he play last year? Uh, he was out injured for the first half of this campaign, wasn't he? That's why they put White there. He played 21 matches. Uh, they won 16 of those and only lost three. But decent. one clean sheet with him in defence out of 21 appearances. That is quite poor. They won 16 of those games? Yeah. So how does that so work? He's only, every time they, so they're winning the games, but every time he was involved, I he's fine. they conceded some goals. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good player, but I, w- I do have some question marks. I think it'll be interesting to see how he plays this season. Yeah. Pablo Mari. Why is he still here? Why is this still man still exist in the Premier League? Yeah. Get I rid mean, of him. He's 29. Where was he last year? Did he just sit around is in it? the resis? Yeah. But like, he wasn't out on loan. He's rubbish. Was he? Sell him. Have a look. Sell him. Just sell him. See whether he's been anywhere. But it's a bit of a weird one, Pablo Mari. I mean, it's tragic for them. He... He never really showed his quality enough. He's he's been out on loan at Monza in the Serie A, where they have kept any have they kept any clean sheets this season? I can't see it right here. But he played thirty one times, scored a goal. They lost five two on the final day. Probably got relegated. I don't know. I haven't seen he's the Serie A relegation fight. On to midfielders then, because Lino Sousa, Raw Waters, presumably keep. I don't really know enough yeah. about them. Possibly loan deals. They're young players. Thomas Party though the first of the midfielders so it, obviously we'll get on to a potential replacement DM in a bit because there is a strong link to a What's certain going on with his footballer uh, with his allegations so his current court case is not really known it's an ongoing investigation well, obviously it's that worry isn't it because they don't want to keep him as their backup defensive midfielder and then if he gets banned they're suddenly a big spot of bother but who's going to buy him? Because I think I think the moral implications would be worse than that. Oh, no, he's been banned. This is what, no, this he's is been what arrested. No one's going to buy him with that risk. I think it's somewhere. No one wants to buy an alleged, you know, criminal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. No, nice dodging of the yeah. topic somewhat, but yeah, obviously he does have the allegations surrounding him. Thomas Party. It's impossible to say whether he's actually done anything wrong or not. I think you have to keep him because no one's going to buy him. 
I think there definitely would be clubs that buy them. I feel like someone like a Juve would. What, take that risk? I don't, is it a risk, though? Yes. Well, it depends if he's done it or not, doesn't it? Yeah, but if there's... I think you'd be able to... If, there, if he was guilty, evidence would have come out by now or they would have prosecuted him, surely. Or, or Well, sorry, if there's evidence to prove he's guilty, he may well be guilty and there's just not the evidence there. By the way, I, I don't think he should be associated with Arsenal Football Club with yeah. this going around him. This, yeah. You know, Greenwood wasn't... I, I, I just think it's mental how he's still in the squad. Because my, yeah. for me, like, you, you, you don't get... He doesn't go to court because... For a giggle, if there's no evidence, something's happened. Clearly, I'd get rid of uh, him. Either release him or try and sell him. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how obviously his court case goes. It's an impossible one to say because, on one hand, you want to believe they're guilty. On the other, if he's if he's done, sorry, on the, what, do you want to believe he's not guilty? Obviously, on the other, if he's done something, he shouldn't play football. So, it's, but it's impossible to say without knowing the go. exact situation. Because if he's done nothing wrong, it's it's stupid to let him go because that's completely unfair. I think you should have to take the risk and let him go. I mean, it might be unfair, but how's he got himself into that situation? That's not. You can be taken advantage of to try. People will try and force the situation because they know they can get money out of it. Anywho, I'd sell him. Okay, I think it's a terrible. It's it really touchy subject. So, until we know the truth of the situation, I think it's impossible to make a decision. Bukayo Saka, though, that's a bit easier. Keep, keep, yeah. Keep. Just put on a 10,000-year deal, give him every penny that the club has, and the same follows for Martin Odegaard, yeah, really, doesn't it? Again. A more interesting question, is that of their number 10, Emil Smith-Rowe? play him. Really? Yes, play... Oh, I cannot... It doesn't infuriate me more. Nothing infuriates <laughs> me more when you have probably one of the... But talented, most talented players in the Premier League, and you sit him on the bench. He's not one of the most talented players oh, in the Premier League. That he's is magical. Farcical. He is magical. I think he's a really good player, but he's injured for half this campaign. Only made twelve appearances. He's injured. He wasn't injured for the whole season. He was he? injured for the first half of the campaign. Then he slowly got back. Yes, they didn't play the him enough. The fact he played nine less I agree games than Kibbutz speaks volumes. I do. I agree. He didn't play enough, but sell him. No. He's not going to get minutes over Trossard. He's not going to get minutes over Martinelli. So where does he get minutes? He doesn't fit in the side. Sell him. That's an easy £20 million from someone like Aston Villa or West Ham. Lovely jubbly. He got £20 mil for a player that doesn't really... He's third choice. And I just don't think he's... I think he's a really good player. But he's not better than Martinelli and he's not better than Trossard. Right. So for me, he's got a go. AC McNiles is we've already spoken Delete about him. and he is his contract's expiring. Jorginho looks like he's gonna again. head back to Italy. That's a nice twenty to twenty five million. Fabio Vieira definitely again. a keep. He's played some decent minutes this season. Fifteen games. He's got twenty two appearances, mm. one goal, two assists, three big chance created. But the thing is though, those appearances off the bench, aren't they? But they're still they're not the numbers you'd be wanting to see. You've got to start him. They weren't going to start look, him. Look why, look why, they, like why Saka and that got burnt out. Yeah, no, he should have rotated earlier in the season. And I think if Arteta could go back and redo the season again, that's exactly what we'd do. And I think that's what we'll do this season. He will rotate them more. Equally, it was his first campaign yeah. of English football. You want to ease him in gently. I know they're not the numbers. Same with Kiwi or obviously. One, but if he's coming off the bench for five minutes and the numbers are going to look bad. 
Yeah, of course. So I think they'll start to play him more and integrate him more into the side yeah. this year. I think it's smart, though, to just... You've got him in the squad, he's in and around the first-team players, he's in and around the camp, and then you sort of integrate him more and more into the side yeah. going into next season. We know he's a magical player. We saw that in the Portuguese league. He's a really talented footballer. I think if he does get more minutes, he'll start to show that quality. Yeah. And that might give Odegaard a bit of a rest. For a he deserves it. Albert Sambi Lukonga. Sell him. Honestly. Why have they got so many rubbish players just sitting around? I think he's a competent footballer. I think he's shown some quality last season, the season before last, sorry. But last year, tough start to the campaign. Tough first half of the year, barely really got in the Arsenal side. Then went out on loan on to Crystal Palace, and I thought that was a real opportunity. Did he? He did go on, yeah, second half of the season, went out on loan to Crystal Palace. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was a really good opportunity. I thought he's a really good player, could really perform well for Palace, but... He just didn't play well in the games. Then Hodgson came in. He didn't get many minutes under Roy Hodgson, really. Overall, I a bit of a waste of a campaign. Had no clue he went there. 15 appearances in total in the Premier League this season. He's just not I had done no very clue well. At Palace. Yeah, joined in January, obviously, no. on a loan. Says it all, doesn't it? I didn't know he was there. Yeah, he had a season to forget, and I think yeah. that could spell the exit door for the Belgian. Really good player, though, and I think if you send him to, I'm trying to think of a club at the top of my head, Lens, he'll cook. Yeah. Or Ajax, someone like that. He'll do really well, yeah. Even the Serie A. Just a league where the pace is a lot slower, yeah. You, I think he'll do really well, because he's clearly a good ball carrier. Maybe an inter, inter signing if they, for, as a Barrera replacement, but. Yeah, definitely a good player, and I think at a, a different club he will show that talent. Mohamed Elneny, sell. Xhaka's going, of yeah. course. Zinchenko? Keep. Keep, but do you start him? Depending on I think you can get a better inverting left wing back, though. I don't know. So for me, Zinchenko, I think he's a really good player, but maybe not start. Be interesting. I think he'll definitely play a lot of minutes. And then uh, Maro Bandiria. Bandera, Catalin, Churyan, Matt Smith, Ethan Ranieri, remember him from the uh, start of the season, and Mario Cosa, Duvery, Bradley Ibrahim, and then Lucas Torreira. He's still employed by Arsenal. Oh, do, Wasn't uh, given a number this what, season. This football club, I don't like, I, I can see why they didn't win the Premier League now. <laughs> why so is this man here? <laughs> Get rid of when him. When did he last play a game? He's not played a game for Arsenal since 2019 20, I don't believe. He can't still be there. He can't see Yeah, no, he's not played a game of football. That's got to be an error. He's not played a game of football since 1920. That has to be an error. He must have been out on loan somewhere. He's A, he's a horrific footballer. B, he's not, he just goes around kicking people. He's been on loan at Galatasaray. Before that, Fiorentina. Before that, Atletico Madrid. So, spent the last three years out on loan. Not played them for a few years. Still has a contract valid, though, until beyond 2025. Sell him. Sell him. Yeah. He is... Right. He's actually played really well for Galatasaray, so maybe they want him on a permanent. Yeah. I don't know what the huff's about. No, I thought you could say that we'd come back to Premier League. No. No. God, time. no. But you can definitely you can definitely get a bit of money from Galatasaray. Yeah. On to the forwards then, the last part of the squad. Gabriel Jesus, Sitsa Keep, Martinelli, keep. Eddie and Ketia. Sal. I think if you can get a good backup striker, yeah. And Rubbish. well trust I can play there, Martinelli can I play am, there. I've never been committed maybe one more forward. He did alright when called upon this year in Ketia, I thought. But 30 appearances, 4 goals. Ooh, that's not really tragic. what you want to see, is it? A lot of those were sub-appearances. I know he played a lot throughout the winter due he's to got, Jesus' injury. He's got, got, got Man United. 
He did. He did do that, indeed. One assist as well. So five contributions, 30 appearances. Not really. You did have him for about three months, I think. But yeah, he should definitely be sold. Uh, I don't really know where to. The French League, maybe, for Laurent Balogun cooked over there. So... He's also not on this list, Balogun, because I don't think he's ever registered with Arsenal. Yeah. But do you give him a chance or do you sell him on? Do you say so you can get money off him? Do you cash in now? I guess. Yeah. I don't know though, because he he'd certainly been more than adequate backup. It's just whether he's the right fit for us. They sort of want someone who can play the false nine role. Yeah. Would you look at Firmino? No. Okay. Fair enough. He's going to Hoffenheim. He's going back to Germany, is he not? I think so. He was linked with Bayern for a bit, but. Imagine Hoffenheim would make sense. Linked with Real Madrid as well, but that doesn't look to be happening anymore. Trossard is an yeah. obvious keep. Nicolas Pepe. You're, no, you're just saying right now. <laughs> Still employed. Don't know where he's been this year. Should we find out what he's been up to? Nicolas this, Pepe. I've, it's all, I'm, this looks like I've been deserved to win the Premier League this year. He's been at Nice on loan. <laughs> Eight goals in 28 appearances. He's Honestly, been cooking. The worst 50 million ever spent. 50? 70. I thought I was going to say that was 70 million. The worst 70 million spent ever. People yeah. mock Chelsea like, Mate. this man is the most horrific footballer. So his Arsenal ever record seen. is 80 Premier League appearances, 16 goals. He's rubbish. He's awful. <laughs> it's not even a goal every four games. How is he games. still employed at a Premier League football club? I do he's not know. He's been out alone, but yeah. Really I think sell him to the French League. Lovely bit of cash. Probably not going to recoup 80 mil, but considering he's got three years left in his deal, four years maybe, it's beyond 2025. Sell him. Who knows? But yeah, a weird one. Reese Nelson, we're both said should leave. I think he'll stay. And then Marquinhos really Good. struggled to make an impact on loan at he's Norwich. Done. But if you loan him to a better... rubbish. Maybe loan him to Southampton or Leicester. Not Leeds. Middlesbrough. Yeah. Could be a good option. Could be a really good option. So I think somewhere in the Championship that isn't Norwich City Football Club. And I think he'll do well. He wasn't really given many opportunities under David Wagner and or Dean Smith for that matter. So... Yeah, I think Marquinhos, though, alone to to a different Championship club could be very fruitful for him. But yeah, that's sort of the whole club. Should we get on to positions which need some improvement? Because yeah. there's a few to tackle. I did put goalkeeper on the list because I thought maybe we would say that that needs to change, but ultimately we decided to keep Ramsdale. I do yeah. think, though, a goalkeeper is something to address maybe next summer if Ramsdale's not played to the satisfactory standard. But the positions we'll focus on today, so centre-halves. I think 100%. clearly you've got a great starting pair. But you need another rotation in there. I think Holden can do a job, even though you despise the bloke. Kiriol can do a job. Ben White can cover there. So there's definitely options there. I'd bring in one more, though. And the player I've chosen to highlight first is Mark Gurhey. Now, we'll just throw some options out there. I think Gurhey would be a great bit of business. I think you can probably get him for around 35 mil, 40 mil maybe. Because Palace would be happy to yeah. take that sort of money. I think he's an England. He's an England international, of course. I think he's really comfortable in possession. A great tackler, a really solid centre half, good in the air. I I think he's got what it takes to play for Arsenal. Really. Does he? I say, but for him, does he leave a starting role at Palace to a bench role at Arsenal? Possibly not. But that it's impossible if to was, say. Yeah, my worry for him was I'd look at it and go, how often did Arteta rotate this season without injuries? But I also think he'll have starting offers from other clubs. I think personally, mm. him to Tottenham makes a lot of sense because. He'd be an idiot. 
Well, no, he wouldn't. He'd be starting in Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham side. Starting in a relegation dogfight. They're not in a relegation. They are. They're not. We'll get on to that later. That will, I was going to say, that'll be in about 30, yeah, 20 days. Because so, so, obviously weekends in as factored in as well. Mm. But yeah, so that'll be that'll be somewhere down the line Tottenham. But I think uh, he, I think he probably might make a move this summer. There's a very good chance. Yeah. Or even Wackie Anderson. I think either of those, depending on which you can get cheaper. I know Gerhi's a bit younger, I think. But yeah. both of those very competent defenders, very comfortable in possession, perfect for the sort of football Arsenal want to play. Overall, I think you take either of them if you can. Yeah. If you can bring him in. So yeah, I think Gerhi would be a good option. Have you got any other centre-halves that you'd say had a good season, deserve that step up? I did see Robin Cock linked with United. Uh, so would that I'd, what? But is this is a you know a top level side? What Robin Cox looking at? Yes, but that would be an idiotic decision. What? He was playing the lead <laughs> side, which have been horrific defensively. Yeah, that would be horrific. I'd rather get Gary to Gary Gary Cale back. Some other sort of options then. What would you, what about Nico Schlotterbeck? Probably going to be quite a bit of money. I don't think he'd Probably about leave. Would what? he not? Well, I already leave to come sit on the bench for Arsenal. I think you've and rotation again, though, isn't he? It's another player proving outside the Prem. Look what happened with Kirill. Yeah, very different. Kirill's played one season of professional football. Schlotterbeck's got at least two. They're both different profiles. Kirill's a lot shorter. Schlotterbeck's a lot taller. Also, Schlotterbeck's proven on the European stage a lot more than Kirill is. So... I think they do draw some parallels, but I would also say the pace of the German Bundesliga is a lot closer to the Premier League than the pace of this area. So there are some comparisons. They are both players that haven't played in the Premier League, but I think overall they are quite different. Profile of player and what with experience, different experience. I'm Eric Laporte. Not a bad shot at all. Familiar with the style of football that Arteta's looking to play. Would probably be keen on the move because he would probably get more minutes than he gets at Manchester City. Especially since City are looking at the likes of Josko Gavardiol. Just an experienced head who knows what it takes to win the Premier League title. Yeah, not not a bad shout by any stretch. I think he'd be a really, really solid option for Arsenal. Probably cheaper as well. I think you'd probably get him yeah. at 15, 20 mil given his injury problems. That would be a concern for Arsenal. But if he is only a rotation option anyway... Yeah. That's not too much bother. Plus, he's comfortable playing in the back three. So if you do want to change that system up at any yeah. point in the season, or if you go into a situational back three like they have this year, then there's, that can work. So, yeah. yeah, very, very good option. Speaking of Man City, I think a starting left-back could be a good choice, could be a good option oh. for Arsenal. I think looking at Xiao Canseo makes a lot of money, makes a lot of sense. Great City team from like three years ago. Might as well. Yeah. Might, they're they're the, one of the best sides in Premier League history. Just sign whoever you I mean, can from. Yeah, Canseo is not really in favour anymore. Not what he's looking. Not really what Guardiola is looking to do with that City side. He likes Stones roaming forwards to play in that pivot. I think overall Canseo is out of favour. Not really gonna. I don't think Bayern even gonna yeah. think about triggering his release course I don't really know where else he goes because who wants him right now he's going to want high wages so he's really got to be a Premier League club probably Yeah. unless it's a Barcelona Real but doesn't really fit their systems for me Arsenal's the only option because they play that inverted left wing back and not a lot of clubs yeah. play his exact role Yeah. and what he can just play as a right back perfect fit yeah I think he suits his Arsenal team well and could provide a lot of quality and a title-winning experience to an yeah. Arsenal side that lacks it a bit. Yeah. Speaking of title-winning experience, am I sorry, any other choice at left-back? Not off the top of my head, no. No. I could see a... 
That's why I say Pascal, Pascal Stroik. What about Timothy Castagna? Yeah, Leicester have just gone down. Bit also been um, Walter Peters. Yeah, great shot. They could could do a job on both flanks, both of those. Castagna and Walker both uh, Walker Peters can both play so both flanks. Kinsale would come in and start. I think the other, here we go. Castagna and Walker Peters will come and probably play rotation. Yeah, either way, it's going to be a heavy rotation. Yeah. This season. There's a lot of competitions for Arsenal to be playing in. Whoever signs is going to get regular minutes. So yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, got some all, some all great shouts there. In terms of a starting defensive midfielder, I think they will look to bring someone in to replace Thomas Party in that role and have Party as a more of a rotation option. It looks like it's going to be Declan Rice, doesn't it? Yeah. Don't there's much point throwing alternatives out there. And, they could go for someone yeah. like Lavia, someone like Kefran Turam, but, who probably tries to play tends to play more box to box but there's options I out mean, there but looks like they'll get Rice touch on the Rice move there's not much to say it's a no brainer for everyone involved Rice has already said he's leaving West Ham Arsenal need a defensive midfielder they've got the money to buy him he yeah. wants to win the Premier League title brilliant for all clubs West Ham yeah. are going to get a massive paycheck fantastic fantastic yeah. player I think what he brings to Arsenal is a reliable defensive midfielder someone that can sweep in front of that back four or, but also someone that can offer something to the transition phase he carries that ball forward which can help Arsenal take it from defence to attack a lot easier. He's also much better in possession than Thomas Partey's, while also having the same defensive discipline that Partey has. I mean, obviously new to him at the end of the season, he knows what it takes to win a trophy. He does, which is something that Bukayo Saka's not done. Yeah. Something that Gavin Martinelli's not done. So I think that does it's help. A European trophy. And I people go, oh, it's the Mickey Mouse Europa Conference League. It's still a European trophy. Yeah. Captain material, isn't he? Yeah, could definitely, definitely be an Arsenal captain because I think that's what Arsenal lack right now and I think Odegaard is a really good captain and he will probably be their captain for all the time Rice is there yeah. but if they were, if he was to be tempted away by a move you, then you have got another well, figure so you look back to last year it looked like Zinchenko kind of took over sometimes when Odegaard yeah, didn't really do sort of, that. well, that's a, you need a strong vice Zinchenko's too gobby really to be a vice too, but if you, look, if you look at every great captain he had a great backup yeah John Terry always had Frank Lampard. Ryan, Roy, uh, Ryan Keane. Roy Keane always had about 10 other people. Yeah. <laughs> but They'll kind of let each other in. They all need a great backup, don't they? And I think Rice is that is that great backup and an option for the captaincy. But he also gives you options in possession because what Rice can also do is drop into a back three. So if you want to create a situational back three yeah. that way and bring the wing backs forward, which is definitely an option depending on who you sign... That can that can work. Yeah, can. that can definitely work. So, he does give you a bit more uh, flexibility there, a bit more fluidity potentially with the system. I think he's just a really good all round player. Next sort of position, because there's not much point highlighting other DMs. They're going to sign Declan no. Rice. That's pretty much done. Yeah, I've put a fee of around eighty mil though for Rice. I think that's yeah. a great bit of business. For eighty million, for but all sides. It, for all sides yeah, of and though for West Ham, it's gonna be difficult to replace him, as we will probably discuss. That will be the last one we do. No, Wolves will be the last one we do. <laughs> Maybe West Ham will be the last one we do. <laughs> last one you do. I'm just saying, yeah. talking about Lopetegui by myself. But yeah, I think they also need another midfielder though. Jack is leaving. Yeah. Apparently, Jorginho's leaving. They need a midfielder to play alongside Odegaard as one of the more advanced players. Who would you sort of look at for? I give my suggestion. Who would be your perfect sort of player? Because for me, uh, a great option would have been Eves Basuma, but he plays for their rivals. I think you're tempted away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's not had a great season, though, has he? But when he was playing for Brighton, he was really, really good. 
I would also potentially Ismail Benacer from AC Milan. Yeah. I think he could definitely do a job. For me, though, the perfect player, Moise Caicedo. Yeah. Really good box-to-box midfielder, excellent technical ability, great passing for me. I was thinking Brighton, and I couldn't think of him. I was thinking Pascal Gross. <laughs> to be fair, could cover it right back. No, I think, so yeah, Caicedo. Yeah, so that does help. But yeah, but that'd be up. Excellent energy, great ball carrier, great passer of the ball, box-to-box. Is exactly what Arsenal are looking for, really. Yeah. And I think alongside Odegaard, as potentially as two eights, depending on how they look to play the system, they may go to that three two four one that we saw City play. In which case, he would offer more in that eight role than yeah. someone like Party. Sorry, sorry, someone like Jacka does. But yeah, you definitely got options in that role, and it'd be interesting to see. I think I said over those plays would do it really well. He would, he would but class. you we, you do then also need another repl- another sort of backup because yeah. you've not got yeah. one in that role. If you lose Jacka, you lose Jorginho. You definitely need another player, and you're going to lose Sanvi Laconga. That's a lot of midfield options. Yeah. So and Lucas Herrera. So you are going to need to potentially bring in someone else, maybe a younger player, someone maybe Bad like a a Ferris Chaby from Toulouse, or I mean Federico Valverde would be a great pickup. A lot of money, but could be worth it though. In fact, Martin, if you're not going, to, if Cristiano is too difficult to be able to pull off, especially with Chelsea pushing for him. Do you look at Valverde? They may look to sell him, given that yeah, they maybe. have just signed you Bellingham and of Ramsdale uh, just signed Bellingham, and of course they are looking to sign Kylian Mbappe. Valverde may well be up for sale, so that could yeah. be an option for Arsenal. Comes with Champions League winning experience, title winning experience, experience playing alongside some of the best. So yeah, and playing yeah. under some of the best. So yeah, definitely a good option right. in that role. Probably not both though, because you do want to have some money, yeah, and you don't yeah, want to break all of FFP's rules. Yeah. And then I would say a rotation forward is needed. There, if you set, if you get rid of Reese Nelson, you have no backup to Saka. Yeah. They, if you get rid of uh, Enketia as well, you don't have a striker. So maybe a right winger striker. If you keep Balogun though, maybe that's an option there. Maybe yeah. you don't sell Enketia. I've put Jeremy Doku's name down. Ooh. Because I think he's such a good player. For me, the perfect fit for him would be Liverpool. But yeah. that doesn't really look like that's going to happen. Liverpool have already made a signing and they tend to not make many and they need that, that midfield need to re- rebuild it itself. So I think they'll focus on that this year and be happy with the attack they've got. But for me, Doku to Arsenal makes a lot of sense. He's a he's yeah. a different profile of player to Saka. He adds a different element, a different dynamic to that Arsenal attack. He's a very skillful player, a good finisher, an accomplished crosser as well. So if you, if you do sign potentially a taller striker, because I think yeah. they do lack height, this Arsenal side he does just offer a tricky winger sort of like a super sub on FIFA yeah <laughs> when you're when you're like two ones down in foot jumps and you need just someone where you can just really spin far. the right stick and yeah. it'll end up it'll end up for on goal he's that sort of player he's very very yeah. quick great on the counter for me he represents a great bit of business I think you'll probably get him around the 40-50 mil mark yeah maybe a bit high because Renar notoriously difficult to to negotiate with but I think you could definitely at least at the most 60 mil so it's def I think you could definitely get him at a decent price there 60 mil for a backup seems a lot but I think he's got a really high ceiling he is a year I think he could take over a starting role yeah that would be harsh on Saka 
but you could play. I guess you could play him on the left. Fancy's on form. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he does offer you security because it's not guaranteed Saka will stay forever. Yeah, There's no. a chance that someone like a Barca, a Real, a Man City can tempt him away. Yeah. So I think just to bring in a, a quality, quality right, a backup right winger could be a good option. Any other sort of suggestions for that role? No. Okay, fair no, enough. No. <laughs> I was trying to think of one while you were talking about Doku. I can't. Any do- it's hard to find one that does both. But he can also play through the middle, can't he, Jeremy Doku? So he yeah. could do, do a job as, as a false nine. Any other sort of strikers they could target? I was thinking Luka Jovic as a good backup. Especially yeah, if Hazy. It is. He's not playing the Premier League, but it's hard. To, what? Who, who are you going to get that's playing in the Premier League? That is yeah. the quality Arsenal need? Probably not many. Because you're not going to sign Harry Kane. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's just not happening, is it? But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's many options out there. So you're going to have to take a gamble on someone. I think it's a rotation, which could be fine. Well, Adiemi could be a great option because yeah. he can cover right wing even and a, striker. Even a Daniel Marlon, sure, a cheap rotation. Yeah, yeah, definitely could be an option. Not Anthony Modest, probably not. No, no, probably. I mean, he is. He's available. Probably cheap. He's very talented, and he scored in the Classica. He did, he did score in the Classica. So maybe bring him in in case you play against Bayern Munich, but. Yeah, so with the sort of... So we'll answer this final question two ways. We're going to do predictions for next season. With their current side, where do you see them ending up? Or just sort of, sort of a general prediction then with the additions just we've made? outside the top four. I think they'll be outside the top the four? With the current squad outside the top four. Because again, as we'll cover on throughout these whole 20 episodes, yeah. there are a lot of teams that will be coming through with bigger and better players who struggled last year, that are going to come mm. flying out the blocks and want to prove a point. And if Arsenal don't change their squad and they keep more or less the same current squad, they will not get Champions League football. Yeah, yeah, fair enough for me. I I would echo a similar sentiment. I think yeah. they've got a decent squad, but ultimately, if the quality of the teams around them improves, which it should, and they stay still, they'll struggle. I think they are making some good moves in the market and I think they could sneak, sneak that fourth position. But yeah, it's going to be tight because, I, for me, just a pure gamble right now. This is a very early prediction. We will do some actual predictions when we get closer to the season, yeah. of course. But for me, in my head right now, it goes Man City, Liverpool, and then anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Out of Newcastle, United, anyone. Newcastle, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham. Any of those could get top four, in my opinion. So yeah. it's it's really up in the air. In terms of because we are recording this on the first on the day the Premier League fixture just been announced, yeah. not your first opening day. That's nice, isn't it? It is very nice. It's a really and nice they'll be the first ever Premier League game on TNT Sports. Oh, wow! Hope they don't get blown up. That'd be really awkward. It, I don't know. It is nice. nice. Forest. We'll, also, we'll touch on it in like 12, 10, 11, 12, 12 episodes. Episodes time. I think Forest will come out of the swinging. They've got a decent fixture list though. Arsenal, Palace after that. Then they. What is that Burnley badge? Welcome, Fulham. That's the new badge. Have you not seen the new Burnley badge? Oh, you cannot talk as an Aston Villa fan. The new I mean, one. Yeah, I mean, they haven't got that one there. Atrocious. And then Man United, by the way. Arsenal's fourth game. Crunch. That'll be it, the first big Crunch. test, won't it? Yeah. And then away at Everton. Okay. You might have a point. So we're point. saying that the current squad outside top four, I, I honestly believe if they brought in okay, so similar players to who we said... I was going to say, if we just as the ones I've noted down to make it a little easier. Yeah. So they signed Mark Gerhi, Xiao Canseo, Declan Rice, Moise Caicedo and Jeremy Doku. They win the league last year. Do you think Do you think they win the league this year, though? No. 
Oh, why not? I Do just... you think City are going to win every game? <laughs> Probably. I... It's, it, right, we'll get on to City, but as a as just sort of a question now, because it's hard to I don't want to say who they're behind or where they are, because then that'll give it away for the other teams. That's sort of... That's sort of what if I say Arsenal in second, who's going to top, who's gonna top oh, them? Oh, who knows? <laughs> I will go Arsenal Luton. in the top three. Oh, okay. So they, they do. I think they are around that area. They'll be in the fight for the league, but they probably won't win it. But I'm going to make a controversial statement now, and I know Arsenal fans will disagree with me. But if we get to the end of the season, we're reviewing it, and Arsenal are seventh, I wouldn't be stunned. Because that is such an Arsenal thing to do. Yeah. To have such a promising campaign, and then it's it all so just collapses. Yeah, so far from fashion. title, and then bang, gone, out just of to, Europe. But league. seventh isn't bad now. Seventh's. We spoke, you know, seven for four was terrible. But when you think of the top, the big six now, you've also got Newcastle in there. You've also got Brighton who are really competitive. Villa could come strong next year. It's going to be like a big ten. If Aston Villa had Steven Gerrard for half the season, <laughs> yeah. and they got Conference League football. Yeah, it's, it's actually going to be like a big, big nine, big ten. Yeah, I could. Could you see the top like... half and the bottom half of the Premier League? Sort of almost splitting off. A hundred percent. Because we saw it sort of last year. Any of the bottom ten could have got relegated. Yeah. And any of the uh, uh, other than I mean, the top two, the rest know, could all have got Europe or finished tenth. In the next episode with Aston Villa. But yeah. Imagine you have been there for the whole season. Who knows where they have been. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, as you say, join us tomorrow for Aston Villa. If you have enjoyed today, leave a like, subscribe, smash that notification bell into your phone so that the phone knows to notify you when we upload. We'll be doing these daily throughout the next month, other than the weekends. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That'll be a month. So look yeah. out for all of these. We'll be doing a preview for every single Premier League club. Today we've done Arsenal, of course, tomorrow Aston Villa. So yeah, you you yeah, can work cool out you you, yeah, you can work out yourselves when your favourite club is coming or Harry much to list them all off for us. But that's that's all from us today. If you're listening on Spotify, then head over to YouTube to give some feedback or any of our other socials. I uh, hope you have enjoyed. Thank you very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.